Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Meta Era Nerd Podcast. We are your nerds and everything and anything. And whereas sports fans today, you know, Lakers may be going through a rough time, but the Philadelphia Eagles are not. We are on their way to the Super Bowl. Super stoked, super excited, and Rico has to deal with all this. But where are your nerds, Marcus and Rico? How you doing, Rico, man? Doing all right? I'm doing good. I should have known. I should have known you were going to come in with the Eagles. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I yes. loved it. I love it. I'm about it, man. I'm happy for you. I don't know. We've been, uh, I've been messaging all Rico all day about it and stuff. And, and I've been talking about it with everybody, anybody. Again, I've been an Eagles fan since I was small and stuff like that. So um, super excited, you know, just stoked. Just, you know, I, I can't, I can't explain it any other way. I did see the game by myself. I didn't surround myself with anybody or anybody. Usually when it comes to like big time games like this, um, I do like watching them by myself. So that way, you know, there's, cause there's times where I cannot take the trash talk. <laughs> I can't. And this is one of those things where like, just in case, just in case, but no, it was, it was a sound defeat. I, and I know a lot of people are saying, you know, the quarterbacks and stuff like that. My main thing out of this was, Hey, Number one defense didn't look so number one to me. But anyways, super excited, super stoked. We are going against the Kansas City Chiefs, who I'm also obviously not a big fan of. But, you know, Andy Reid went there. Andy Reid spent you know ten years with the Eagles, uh, ten years with the with the Kansas City Chiefs, and you know I, I've actually followed the Chiefs for you know a while even before you know with uh, Trent Green and Priest Holmes because at, at one point and I think I mentioned in the podcast right where I mentioned Priest Holmes was. Uh, one of my favorite running backs growing up. So, yeah, man, a lot of storylines here. The Kelsey brothers, all kinds of stuff. Andy Reid, can't wait. Two weeks can't come by quick enough because I'm ready and I'm pumped. But, um, yeah, we're good. We're real good. Uh, aside from sports, uh, well, before I get into mine, did I ask you how you were doing? <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, all right. I, I just knew that you had a lot to say, so I threw it right back to you. But, yeah, I mean, we're doing good. I, I also got to watch... Uh, most of the game, most of the, the Eagles game, I was cheering for the Eagles because of you. Uh, and, but, you know, they looked solid, man. Uh, wasn't as exciting as the second game, which I only watched the first half. But, uh, you know, you can tell that the Chiefs are a little banged up. It was a little bit more exciting game. You know, Patrick Mahomes was able to close it out. But I don't know. They're going in banged up, and the Eagles are going in there looking good, man. So I like your chances, bro. Yeah, yeah, and again, I'm excited, and I think Patrick Mahomes is amazing. I will not knock this, the the Kansas City Chiefs, man, because I think the organization is just awesome. You know, overall, you know, obviously, again, even if they're banged up, I don't count any of those guys out because clearly, you know, what you saw. So, um, it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be good. And if you're a fan of football, it's gonna be a game to watch. And I know I was just talking about Rico before this. Like, if you're up to me, I want the Philly, I want the Eagles to blow them out. I don't even want to see a close game. I don't give a damn what the world thinks. I want a W. You know what I mean? Uh, but if, it, if it's a close game, then we'll see what happens. Uh, but other than that, some good news for Rico. And I, again, I did tell him a while back, you know, I finally started Ted Lasso. And not, I didn't just finally start it. Oh, no, I was binge watching this show. Um, <laughs> I, I basically got started this morning. I saw the first episode last night before I went to bed, woke up, and um, I'm on episode eight. I'm almost done with the first season. I said, I told Rico, don't underestimate my binge watching abilities because I just, I sat there and I started watching this, watching this, and and it does it does not disappoint it's been hilarious uh and uh, roy Kent. i do like jamie i do like jamie a lot and i saw Jamie's I hope, awesome yeah i he hope is. he comes around um you know and stuff like that because i'm on the part 
well, I don't want to, if there's anybody out there hasn't seen, I want to say anything, but you know, Jamie, uh, Roy Kent, um, you brought your boy Ted Lasso, Coach Beard. <laughs> Go <Coach Beard. laughs> It's some amazing characters, super likable. And yeah, man, I'm excited to kind of to, to see more. I really am. It's so good to where, again, and, everybody, and I, I've said it before, right, where I'm not really even watching one piece, or I'm not really watching anime because I've just, I put everything to the back burner so I can just watch one piece. Well, one Piece is taking just a little, you know, hi, it is back burner, so I can watch Ted Lasso because it is that good. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, but aside from that, One Piece, Ted Lasso, I'm back on, I, I started doing that Pokemon stuff. I've been telling Riku, I've been dying. Again, my favorite Pokemon is Ampharos. I've been dying for a perfect, and I want to do it myself completely, you know, mine, my Ampharos. And I've been doing it for two days and nothing. So I'm, I've been on that. I started Fire Emblem Engage. I think I mentioned that a while back. Um, still going through that kind of, you know, hip-hopping, or I'm sorry, what's that word? Hopping in between the two. And, yeah. the, and then The Last of Us, I did see today's episode. Again, we are Sunday the 29th. The episode did drop at 8 o'clock. Episode 3, I won't say much about it except Nick Offerman. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but yeah, anything anything else you want to add before you... you... You had also mentioned playing a different... Uh... Fire Emblem 2 and that you had gone home. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I do. Again, usually in my downtime, usually in school or during at work, whenever I have downtime, I'll, I, I'll always read uh, mangas and stuff like that. And that's where I kind of, you know, give my story because of my story obsession in, in school. That's where I get my fix. Well, I did come across this emulator online. Totally forgot what the website is. Uh, I actually did save the website here. It's called myemulator.online. You can emulate N64, Genesis, Neo Geo, Nintendo, Game Boy Advance, DS, and Super Nintendo games. So I did find Fire Emblem, the Blazing Sword, the Blazing Sword or Binding Sword? One of those. Blazing Sword. It's the one with Ellie Wood. Ellie Wood and uh, Lynn, Lindis, and Hector. And that's the first one that was that came over here. Um, yeah, I started that game probably this past week, a few days ago. Um, and I've, I'm about four hours in. I'm on chapter nine or ten, and I've just been playing it. For, and again, it's just the simplicity of it just being amazing just you have your units just an overworld map you kind of move it around whereas in the modern ones you can you can move the map and it's kind of big but i've always just appreciated the simplicity of the of you know the turn-based strategy games kind of that we have over here with fire emblem so i am playing replaying the first fire emblem game and i'm already on chapter nine or ten nine or ten but yeah but yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Totally forgot. Yeah, you had told me about that, and I was like, "Whoa, you already put in more time to that one than you did the new one." Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. MyEmulator.online. In case anybody's curious, uh, I found it. I don't remember where I found it from, man. But yeah, that's it's good, man. It's good. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> as far as I'm like, as far as me, uh, my sister, brother-in-law, and my uh, nephew came into town. So basically, anytime I'm around. My uh, nephew Evander, it's all about him. So we, he he came, we hung out, we played some games, we uh, played a new game actually. Uh, with um, he has this game called Slapjack, where it's supposed to teach him how to recognize like his letters and stuff like that. You put down a card, he puts down a card, and he's supposed to say, okay, the letter S, snake. Like it helps him with his words and it helps him like learn to read and recognize his letters and stuff. And if there's a if he ends up putting down a slap card, one of us has to slap it, and whoever slaps it gets like all the cards under it. And we play until like we, uh, you know, one of us runs out of cards. And then he decided that he was going to invent a new game with that deck of cards, where he was going to hide the cards all around the house. He called it hide and go sleep, no hide and go seek. 
Uh, <laughs> so he uh he put cards all around the house without everybody knowing he no one ever paid attention to like what it was he was doing and he was hiding cards so um my mother is actually the one that bought him those cards so she was not happy that all the cards were lost so we spent most of the weekend hunting for those cards which ended up being fun we found them all anyway so that was good we got to go out and have a meal together uh yesterday Marcus uh, was able to drive in, and we got to meet up with Andrew and Ricky. And we had a good time. Uh, and I haven't, I didn't get to check out Last of Us yet, but I'll probably be watching it either after this or maybe tomorrow. So uh, yeah, it was it was oh, a yeah. nice weekend, a nice chill weekend, just uh, with family. And a shout out to our, my boy Vander, my best friend. Amen. Hope he has a good week. And I know, I know his mom, your sister, was telling me that he, it's, he's done very well since his. Uh, I know he had his tonsils on December, and he's doing super awesome. So. Keep it up, man. Yeah. Shout out to Amanda. All right. I guess we can get into some of this news. It's a, another slow-ish week, but, I mean, you know, that never yeah. stops us. You like to talk. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, first thing I have, we'll start with anime. It'll be The Seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse is scheduled for 2023. The We did get a movie uh, earlier Earlier this, it wasn't even this year, right? It was at the end of last year. It was in December, yeah, no? December, yes. Yeah, it was early December, if, I, if I'm not uh, mistaken. And uh, I wasn't sure exactly if this was going to be part of that or something different. But Marcus was letting me know that this is going to be maybe the actual show. Yes. And you, you were saying that the movie is, you know, original maybe? Yeah, the Edinburgh movie is an original because, I, again, I've been reading the manga, this one, at least, you know, since since Seven Deadly Sins started. Uh, ended, I'm sorry, and this one started, been reading. And I don't remember that part of the story. Um, but I know I've been hyping it up to Rico, hey, Fortnite's the Apocalypse, Fortnite's the Apocalypse, because these, again, these characters are awesome. You know, you have the Sins, you have the Four Knights, and I'm super excited about this one to see where it goes. And if you like the, the Edinburgh, um, you should like this story, especially if you like Percival, who's, you know, awesome. But this one is going to be produced by Telecom Animation Film. Now, interesting thing about this is that they're more, I, I, how, how do I say it? They're more of the, of the father to the actual studio, not even the father, I think it's the wrong word. They're the, how can I say it? They're affiliated with somebody who does the actual animation, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. They do have other things under their belt. I think they're most, uh, what is it, they're most known for Lupin, Zero. They have Four Nights of the Apocalypse. I want to say a Tower of God um baki orange fantasy star different things like that so keep a look out if you like any of those and again it, it is kind of like a parent company that's the word i was looking for i think it's more like a parent company um than anything else but they did they are the ones going to be animating this and i know that says a lot because you know season one and two of seven daily sins was amazing even season two was peak seven daily sins amazing animation amazing story and then it did get a big drop in uh quality when season three dropped and then season four didn't do any better so it had a rough ending so hopefully four nights picks it right up because i think the story is actually super super interesting a lot of awesome characters it's a little bit more complex but the characters are phenomenal man and the cool thing is is that yeah you do have your op characters but in this one each one of these guys has a team and you know you have your not so op or at least right now not you have your not so op characters and they just bring the world to life man so i know there's there's it's gonna be some good ones so uh it's gonna be exciting when it actually comes to the screen it's pretty cool i see here that they actually that uh company 
the telecom worked on a has worked on a lot of stuff here and there. Not completely all the way through, but I see them credited in DuckTales, Chippendale, yeah, Gargoyles, that... Batman the Animated Series. And that and that's what I didn't know. So that's why I was kinda like, I'm not really sure where they fit. So yeah, that's what I was kind of confused about. They're credited. Uh I, it looks like there's somebody else that are the producers. Uh but I mean, they're credited in a lot of stuff. Some Sonic, they did some work on Sonic, it says. Like, even here it'll say, like, they just did an OVA for Baki. Yeah. Uh, they did some work on Tower of God. Four Nights of the Apocalypse, it has here. It says uh, Rick and Morty. They're working on Rick and Morty, too. So, they have films, too. Little Nemo? Yeah. Little Nemo yeah. Adventures in Slumberland. Yeah, and I, wanna, yeah, it's, I was going to say, I was like, aren't you familiar with that one? But yeah, I think they're more of a... They're affiliated with the people who actually do the animation. TMS Entertainment, Tokyo Movie, Shinsa Company. So I think I think obviously it seems like they closely work hand in hand. So maybe you know I think yeah. I think we're... Yeah, I mean that's a lot of that's a lot of work that they've had over the years. Yeah, so, I mean for sure. That that that's good. Uh, what do we got up next? Up next we have uh, new information for Demon Slayer. Uh, Swordsmith Village Arc will be revealed on February 3rd, so right around the corner. Like, can you believe it? It's already going to be February, bro. Uh, and Demon Slayer is going to break everything and anything, so can't wait. <laughs> it's good. It's going to be good. Uh, we also have uh, Kaguya-sama Love is War, the first kiss that never ends, will be coming to North American theaters on Valentine's Day. I mean, Which is interesting. That's, I thought... That seems fitting, right? Yeah, it seems fitting. Uh, Kaguya-sama, this is the one where um, it's just they're trying to get each other to change. Uh, they're trying to get each other to confess, but they're basically they don't want to be the ones to confess. They want the other ones to confess. So it becomes a big old war as to you know who who's gonna admit it first. I did see actually finishes the first season. Never got around to the second and third one. Only reason being is because I know it's still going on. The manga has finished, if I'm not mistaken. So the movie actually takes place uh, right after season three, I think. But Point is, is that there's still more story. And this is going to be, again, uh, I told Rico, I think I've um, figured out that I'm a binge watcher through and through. So get, letting it kind of go, which is why One Piece works, let it kind of go so I can watch this. It's, it's supposed to be the one of the best romantic comedies out there. So super excited. Awesome. Awesome. I still haven't checked this one out, but I have heard a lot about it. So uh, I will at some point. When, once I'm ready for that, like a little different change of pace stuff, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'll definitely check that one out. Uh, last thing we have for anime, which I mean, it's something that you and I have discussed a lot, and finally, like we're we're both happy to hear this. I didn't pay attention when you first posted this, but uh, the Attack on Titan creator Hajime Isayama, I, I don't yeah. know if I said that right, but I tried, uh, says that he still stands by the ending that he put out for Attack on Titan, which is something that you and I have talked about so many times. Like, no, dude, no, like we're don't still gonna don't talk be about it. don't be like apolog <laughs> don't be apologetic, like. This is your baby. You made it. You created this. Like, you're the brains behind it. So whatever your vision was, like, stick with it, right? So last yeah. night when you were telling me, like, I was like, oh, so that's what that post was. And we were saying, like, yeah, like, he finally, like, stuck up for himself. I'll, yeah, exactly. I'll let you go ahead and take this one. You know a little bit more about uh, everything all around. Well, no, just, I, I just, no, you do too. Right? We, we've talked about it, right? Where a lot of things have come out where he, he's apologetic, and, you know, people shed tears and people are going out. And in retrospect, I think me and you were were one of the ones that were like it was it was an ending. It wasn't a bad ending. Obviously, some things that could have you know whatever. Um, again, just a spo spoiler free. Uh, but we were okay with it, and we were just not okay with 
the author, the creator, not sticking up for himself and letting the internet kind of do their thing. And he finally says, no, he still stands by what he wrote, which I'm glad. I really am glad because at the end of the day, this is a story he wanted to tell and he told it, which to me just exceeds everything and anything because I'm always going to want the, the idea, the vision that the creator has and he still stands by it. So I'm happy with that. Um, one of the other pieces of information, I believe it was in the same interview, he, he said he has no plans for a sequel of the manga or an announcement after the anime, which I was like, oh, that's totally going against what I had talked about, right? Where I think there, had made, there might be something, there might be something. But, you know, never say never, you never know. Uh, I'm sure he, had, he, he might want to tell more story for this universe, this universe. So maybe down the line, you know, we've seen it for plenty of times where, you know, hey, he's going to revisit uh, Attack on Titan, whether it's in side stories, side chapters, a modern Attack on Titan, uh, uh, you know, anything, anything can happen. We don't know. So at the end of the day, all for it. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, I mean, good on him, man. I, I know uh, with a lot of things, a lot of fan bases sometimes get a little bit in, too entitled about uh, the things that they're into. I mean, it happens. Uh, and I'm glad that he kind of like, it seemed like he was starting to cave under the pressure, but he kind of was like, you know what? This is my thing. So good for him, dude. Yes. And hopefully hopefully he, he does continue. I, I, I would be down for more. Uh, but of course, he probably needs his time and stuff. Or, or oh yeah, for sure. Oh. Right on. Uh, we can hop over. Is there anything else for anime that you can remember? Think of? Um, there's always something, but I, I tend to forget. Uh, I don't know. I think that's about it. On the top of my head. Well, Jigo Kuraku did get a trailer today. That's I totally forgot what it is in Japanese or no Hell's Paradise. I'm sorry, in English. I totally forgot what it was in English. Hell's Paradise did get a trailer today. I believe it's gonna drop on April. I did see that today, which is interesting because I know I talked about it quite a bit. But Jigo Kuraku, check out the trailer, see if it's for you. It's gonna, it, that's supposed to be a good one. Or it is a good one. I think it's a good one. But yeah, that's about it. Uh, then jumping over to gaming, we did get a uh, pretty good patch uh, in oh, the Overwatch 2 space this, uh, this week on the 24th. Uh, any thoughts there? I mean, it seems like the Overwatch community had been kind of upset because uh, Roadhog was kind of holding the meta hostage and then we had the rise of Arissa to kind of counter Roadhog and those two were kind of just running rampant on everybody. Uh, there was a small change to Arissa, but I think it's a little bit more than what people realize. Uh, a pretty good change to Roadhog, not quite the rework we were promised, but enough of a change uh, from what the primary uh, gripe everybody had with him was, which was the ability to just one shot you with his, uh, with his pull, his hook and uh, his hook shot, and then melee combo, which was crazy. Sojourn yeah. got a little bit of a change, and lastly to Kiriko. But uh, any any thoughts here? Did you like these changes? You think it needs more? I mean, Are you happy with Overwatch? Have you been playing Overwatch? I did play. I, I and I do play sporadically. Mystery Heroes a lot, just to kind of whatever, and then or I'll just play tank. And the thing is, I'm not a. I'll play Roadhog. He's one of the ones I have playing quite a bit. Uh, but he's not one of the ones I main. So, in as being a victim of Roadhogs, you know, <laughs> I'm totally happy with it. <laughs> um, just that one shot potential. Um, yeah, I mean, anything that's put out, I'm usually objective towards everything. I know the internet's usually always upset about <laughs> about Overwatch, <laughs> so that's why I kind of laughed or snarked. At least snarked earlier. But no, I'm cool with it. Uh, again, see what else they kind of come in. I know uh, they are 
going to plan some things for what season four season four right yes yeah so we'll see we'll see what happens then but i'm cool with it i'm again generally cool with it yeah i think possibly next season not this upcoming season which will be three but season four the next one we might get something for roadhog and i think they also have specified uh um brigitte might be getting her change in season four uh upcoming season three is going to be the first one without a new hero so it's going to be a big test uh to see what they're going to give us whether it's modes they're going to give us something fun will we get some new uh you know maybe a taste of pve at all um we'll see it's going to be it's going to be a big test for sure um yeah that's it i mean the the changes are pretty pretty self-explanatory um, you can just look up uh, retail patch notes, Overwatch two, and you'll check them out if you want to go into them more. They did say uh, for season three, they are planning um, planning changes for Ryan, Wrecking Ball, and uh, Ramatra. Yeah, they did say in the future that that's what that, those are three heroes that they're looking at. And they said now... buffs for Ryan and Wrecking Ball. And I don't know about you, but those are those are you know my top two of my three top play tanks. I was real happy about that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, when they had the live stream, when they went with, uh, when they talked to some of the content creators on Twitch, uh, Flats and Emong, I know you're familiar with Emong. Yeah. Uh, they were able to ask us some questions, ask some questions. And I think one for sure of the changes with Reinhardt that they touched on was I think he might be getting a buff to his fire strike. Okay. Because Flats, who's a, uh, he's a, he's a content creator on Twitch, did ask, um, how about some changes to Ryan? Can we get the 225 pin back? And he said, uh, or, or just some kind of uh, f- uh, fix or something, because I know they did nerf the, the Ryan pin, which kind of mm-hmm. was, uh, it kind of broke like a break point where you could pin like some of the squishier targets and one shot them. Uh, and of course, the a Ryan pin is a very different one shot from Roadhog. Because, yeah. you know, you're heating yourself into the team versus like, oh, there you are. Boom. You're Now you're yeah. in front of me. Like, you know, gotcha. Um, so yeah, he did say, well, you know what I think will work, we'll do, we'll buff him through fire strike. So I think they're going to go up to a hundred. I think right now it's 75. Okay. So it's going to go to a hundred maybe. And I think he's, he's still going to retain the two from what I understand. So that's 200 damage at range for Reinhardt. It is a skill shot. So it's not like it's super yeah. easy to do, uh, from range. So we'll see. And we'll see what else they have planned. Wrecking ball. I'm not, I, I don't know what they could do for wrecking ball because I feel like good players, are already like pretty good with him because oh you yeah know, lack of cc on dps and you know stuff like that well, now it, it, it's harder to deal with wrecking ball unless it's a team effort yeah i was i've been playing quite a bit of wrecking ball at least in quick play and stuff i know it's, it's not the same as com but um yeah just in general i'm familiar as long as i'm more familiar with the maps and stuff like because again this is only applies to there's two maps i'm not i'm still not so familiar with which is um not new queen street what's the other one though the one in brazil i think you know what i'm talking about it's it's real it's, it's, it's you capture the point and then you escort yeah real? You, yeah okay that one where i'm still not familiar with um where to where do i want to grapple from as like king's roll i know exactly where to grapple um you know what's going to happen and stuff like that how to get in and out and i have my my maps where i just enjoy playing wrecking ball a lot and you're right like i don't have any issue you know big uh, you know going in out guerrilla tactics i have no issue you know knocking them up taking out squishies i have no issue knockbacks i have no issue 
I, I don't really have any issues with with Wrecking Ball. So when I saw he's getting a buff, I was like, dang, I wonder what they're gonna what they're gonna do. Maybe make him again not. I don't know. Uh, yeah, not situation. I, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure if it'll be just like a oh, like a overall just straight buff. I think it'll probably be in some ways, but maybe to to be more of like a, a a solo tank, because as a solo tank, he's he's good to play like yourself, but you kind of go off and do your own thing, and your team is kind of left to fend for themselves, you know. Uh, so I think they'll probably make some changes so that he synergizes a little bit more, like by being Team-wise. a solo tank. Yeah. Oh, oh, solo tank. Okay. Well, because he's a solo tank now, he's yeah, no yeah. longer like the tank that flanks and is able to do. Which most like Roadhog, that used to be his identity. So with this rework, hopefully they do find uh, they give Roadhog a different kind of identity. You know, we have had some some crazy things in the past, like with his breather kind of dropping that gas. With Overwatch One, how we had those experimentals. So I'm yeah. actually curious to see what they do with uh, with Hammond because he is in a good spot on his own. But how are they gonna? I don't think it's just gonna be a straight buff. I think it'll be a little bit of a change, more so. Ramatra Two is gonna be an interesting one because I think now with kind of, with Hog, kind of falling down a little bit or kind of you know honestly being nerfed uh, pretty significantly and uh, Arissa being nerfed a little bit too. I think Ramatra might start to kind of come up and then uh, his way at least he's yeah he's he's gonna he's kind of getting a buff an indirect buff by them being nerfed so i think he's gonna find himself towards the top of the meta and then with that that uh that ult man his ult is just crazy i saw a video today where it was uh these two mercies and they're just pocket healing ramatra on point and it's 99 99 overtime and the rest of the team both teams are just sitting there watching the two Ramatras go at it in their ults. And they're just beating the crap out of each other. But neither one is like near dying because they're getting pocketed. <laughs> so they're just punching like, oh, like suffer as I have. Like it's just, it's funny. I'll send it to you in a bit. <laughs> but uh, that ult, I think they've said that they're going to, I saw something somewhere where they said they're going to limit the timer on that ult because it, it, it goes crazy. If you're able to be like up close and personal, aggressive, and have a team. If you're off on your own, like it, you can still kill him, yeah. right? But if you have a good support and all that, like he's tough to take down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's it for Overwatch. Uh, we bought. I will also throw in there that we both did finish our battle pass. Um, not the titles yet, but we finished. You know, we got the Junker Queen skin. So uh, yeah, it was awesome. I think did we did we talk about that last week? Maybe. I think so. I feel like I feel like I have said that before, but yeah, okay. Battle pass yeah. down. <laughs> number number three is on the way. Uh, hopping over to Microsoft, we did have um, a report saying that Xbox's monthly active users has hit a record 120 million during the second quarter, and the company has also reported new highs for Game Pass subscriptions. Game Pass, Game Pass. No, no numbers, but uh, you know. We are we're we're big fans of Game Pass here. Uh, we're always touting, you know, how what what how much of a steal it is, and how you know if you don't have it, you're missing out. Um, this year in particular, it's looking like it's going to be a really big year for Game Pass. Um, we did get uh, GoldenEye. We did get GoldenEye this past week. Uh, does not have online functionality, but uh, the Switch does. The Switch yes. does. 
So, and that, that I believe is through the Nintendo Switch Online expansion, the N64 expansion pass. Yes. So, uh, did you get to try it at all? No, I have not. I haven't yet, but, I, but huh. I'm going to. I'm excited. I, I heard that, the, the, uh, I heard that no. the graphics are, I just heard that the graphics are like so-so, but that it's smooth. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did play the Xbox version. I'm not sure how the Switch version runs just yet. But yeah, it's, it's an enhancement. You know, they're not going to rework. It wasn't a rework. They're not going to rework the entire thing. Um, so it looked the same, but it felt nice. Like you, you press, was it right trigger? You hold right trigger and you kind of move around and it felt nice, dude. Like I wasn't, I, it, it didn't feel clunky to me, strangely enough. It looked clunky, obviously, but it didn't feel clunky. And again, this was on the Xbox. Now, whether it feels different on Switch, I don't know. But I do have Nintendo Switch Online. And if maybe, you know, you want to get on the on the 007 online or try it out there, or, you know, somebody wants to be online, I have it. You see, you know, what's up? Mm-hmm. So right, we'll see. Yeah. We'll give it a go. Uh, what else did I have? Oh, Microsoft also, um, we had a, a little Xbox like dev update this past week where we got to see a couple games. Uh, what were they? I know it was Forza. Um, we had a, the... DLC for what was it? Elder Scrolls Online, right? We got yes. to see a little peek of that. Uh, we got that uh, that rhythm game. What is it called? A Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush. And you got you got to try that one out. But what were your just the, I, the reviews have been good from what I saw. But yeah, I'm just I don't think I'm a fan of action rhythm games. And we tried that other one that Hell's Metal Singer. What's it called Metal Something? And we, we're again we just kind of Singer, right? yeah. Where you kind of rhythm, you know, action RPG or action fight to to the rhythm that the that the game's giving you. And high high five rush. It, there were times where it didn't feel like I needed to even follow it. I didn't have to follow it if I didn't want to, but I wanted to, right? So I was just kind of there. And usually when it comes to rhythm games, I want the music to be just. I want the music to take over so I can enjoy the music while I'm actually playing. And I really get all that. Now again, I only played about forty five minutes worth, and I decided no, I guess not. Uh, so it might not be a fair shake, but. It's not something that, you know, the whole rhythm thing just didn't really catch catch me in the first few minutes or so. Yeah, and I kind of had the same, I kind of had the same thought just watching it because the art and everything looks very nice, vibrant, fast-paced, stuff like that. But then when it said like, oh, you kind of have to match to the rhythm and that's going to help you out and stuff, I was kind of just like, eh, like, I don't know about that. Like, that's kind of probably going to, like, be a no for me. Yeah. So uh, you did try it out. You did say it was okay, but not not your not really your cup. Of yeah, and, and I know the reviews are real, real nice, and, and people are talking about it and stuff. And maybe there's something about it that I didn't get, and if somebody wants to correct me, by all means, feel free to do so. But you know, my first impressions were, we'll see. More, more for me, it, probably because I didn't get the rhythm action stuff. So yeah, the other thing that stood out to me was uh, Minecraft Legends. We're going to get a PvP update, and it kind of reminds me of like Civ and. Those civilization, if you're not familiar with that, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, those kinds of games where it's like a four player PvP, you have to do resources, you have to play attack, you have to play defense. It's like uh, essentially like base versus base, whoever destroys who's base first. And there's just so many different ways to play. Uh, I did play Legends when it when it came out. I don't think it has it officially released, or is it still like on on like alpha or beta or early early access and stuff like that? Ooh, I'm not too sure. Yeah. Maybe, but, I, uh, yeah. But I played it when it first came out on Game Pass. I enjoyed it. It was a dungeon crawler esque kind of game, like a Diablo type of thing. So I, I enjoyed it, the builds and stuff like that. 
Um, so this one actually looks like something I'll try out when it does come out. And I was telling Marcus about it. Like, dude, this actually looks pretty fun. Like, we should try it. You would like it. You know, it's free. So it's going to be free. So we give it a try or whatever. So we'll see down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, then it, it seems like the one that we kind of both agreed that looked the best to us, most exciting, was Redfall. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I had been excited about this one for a while. Um, you know, Left 4 Dead-esque, uh, Back for Blood type game. But this one was going to be like FPS combined with like abilities and skill trees and different things like that. Everything we can, like. <laughs> you can, yeah, you know. And uh, this one, the only thing is we're going to be fighting vampires instead of zombies. But it still seems like more like that formula, you know, where you're going to have your standard zombies and your different mutated zombies. I mean, I'm sorry, vampires. Uh, and then you're going to have different bosses and stuff like that. You're going to have to clear areas. There's going to be open world customization, you know, all the, like you said, all the things that these are a few of my favorite things. Yeah. It was uh, unique abilities where each character has their uniqueness to them. And we get to pick and choose which, you know, yeah. our play style, which I think is awesome. That's the part and, that we And synergy, you know, being able to, being able to synergize, together it is going to be four players i think from what i saw right yes that's going to be good i know some some games have been doing the three so i was i was one thing i was worried about like oh hopefully we can get more than three so it looks real nice too like just the overall environments and the scenes and stuff like that uh the maps the layouts everything looks looks real nice so you know hopefully it comes to what realization yes we did get may 2nd right may 2nd yeah yeah 2023. Uh, what else do we have for gaming? The only other thing I had is that there is a rumor going around that Starfield is done. It's done, fully playable, start to finish, uh, but no launch date yet. Um, so hopefully, if, if that is true, again, rumor, then hopefully we'll be getting something very soon. Some kind of, uh, you know, uh, trailer, teaser, release date, something. We still don't know what the hell that game is. <laughs> we saw a little bit of it. I know Rico was, Rico was more open than I am. Uh, I think I still remember our first purchase. I was like, uh, but well, we'll see more, obviously, when, when they're ready to release it. Catch them, I'm sure, more trailers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, if it's finished, you know, that, that has to be coming. So, we'll see. Uh, popping over to TV and movies, we have, uh, first thing I have here is uh, Dakota Johnson says that the filming of Madam Web was a wild experience. Um, you know, Spider-Man fans here, so Madam Web, I, I still don't honestly know what to expect from this movie, but uh, I'm excited. Yeah, neither do I, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I know the character. I know who she is, what she does, why she's even around. Um, she's basically, I guess, I don't want to call her the three-eyed raven, right? But she kind of has some semblance to the, those kind of abilities but again not really sure exactly what they're gonna what it entails or what's gonna you know go on but we'll see man but it's, it's anything spider spider-man all for it does she have does she have her own uh comic book com, like uh, does she have her own comic book series does she as far as i know like i've only ever, i've only ever seen her in like the uh animated series so I don't think I've ever seen her. We've never seen her like in a in Spider Man movie for sure. No, no, yeah, yeah. We, so we've never seen like her, in... her debut on in film. But uh, does she have her own series? As of honestly, I don't think she does. I have not come across 
like a Madam Web number one, I have not. Um, I've I've come across all kinds of Spider-Man stuff, but no, I don't. As of right now, I don't think she does. Again, I may be wrong. You know, she's been around for a long time. Um, you can actually Google like, oh, Madam Web, and the first thing that'll pop up is you know the cover, and it says meet meet Madam Web. She's been around since like the '80s and stuff like that. So, you know, she is popular. She does have background. She does have story, but I don't think she has her own comic book she, yet. Clearly, it might you know that might change soon. Yeah. Yeah. So this this will be her first like feature, like where it's her. She's the one, I guess. Maybe. I mean, maybe maybe we'll be corrected, but yeah. Uh, from what I understand. So uh, a live action Invincible movie uh, is supposedly going to happen. Uh, have you seen this at all, Marcus? I haven't seen it. I know Darren talks about it all the time, or he the used first to. Episode. You seen the first one? Yes. Uh, I think I yeah I've also seen the first episode. So we're supposed to be getting a live action movie. Uh, according, it seems like with the success of the show, you know that kind of has just like multiplied that tenfold. Um, I did also catch a tweet from Jeffrey Dean Morgan, a well-known actor. Uh, he shared a photo of himself, and in front of him, he has Invincible books number two and three. And he tweeted out, doing a little reading, thanks to Robert Kirkman. So I would imagine that he would is going to be in that show? Right, Maybe. That's, that's what he's teasing? It makes sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll see. Jeffrey Dean Morgan coming uh Invincible. Uh this is this is some stuff. Well, before we get into these lists that I have, uh HBO The Last of Us renewed for season 2 already. I mean, yeah. no surprise, right? No surprise, no surprise. No surprise whatsoever. But uh you know, a lot of excitement. It's it's an ongoing series. Uh th so thus far just phenomenal. Uh Marcus did watch uh episode 3 he mentioned earlier. I'm still I'm behind, so I have one to watch after this. Or tomorrow, we'll see. Um, but awesome, got to keep it going. Mm -hmm. uh, the last thing I had here is actually in three pieces. Um, I don't know if this is is Nielsen a website. Or... That's the isn't isn't that the um. Let's see. Or, back in the day, they used to be where you got your ratings, your TV ratings, and all that stuff like that. I saw you did put like lists and stuff, like streaming programs and stuff. But like when it comes to Nielsen ratings, like. When friends would drop or when mass would drop, like they were the ones who accumulated all this information. Okay, here it is. Nielsen is the global leader in audience measurement data and analytics. Yes. So they do all the analytics for any and all media. So they they went ahead and put out a bunch of lists for some of the things from 2022. They put out uh, some of the things that I thought were notable was they said the most uh, viewed original TV shows of 2022. They also had the most views TV shows overall for streaming and the most streamed movies. Uh, I know first one here is uh, the most streamed movies of 2022. And top of the charts was Encanto, which made me very, very happy that it was up there. Um, any other things on these lists that you thought were um, Surprises? Just some surprises. surprises um, and some of the ones, Hocus Pocus 2. At number six, which, hey, you know, Hocus Pocus, and again, I think that's more nostalgia for getting more generation. Obviously, we're the ones who own these streaming services. So uh, the fact that it's up there, that says a lot, which is great. 
The other one was Uncharted at 15. Hey, despite whatever you said, people were watching Uncharted and streaming Uncharted. You have The Gray Man, uh, which I thought was interesting. It was actually pretty good on Netflix. I know I talked about it. But then you have a lot of um, animated-type movies. Yeah. Encanto, Turning Red, Sing 2, Moana, Frozen. Dominated. They, it dominated yeah. the list. Yeah. And again, you know, kids and parents show their kids. But just all in all, they were great movies reg- regardless. I did see, let me see, I saw all of them, except about three of them. I haven't seen three or four of these, but I've seen the 15, at least, the most of the 15. But Sing 2 was good. Turning Red was good. Moana. The Adam Project was surprisingly pretty good. I enjoyed it. There are a lot of good movies on there, man. Yeah, and a lot of those, like, Disney movies, I guess, um, especially with kids and stuff like that, they do lend themselves a lot to, like, watching and rewatching and rewatching and rewatching. I know Evander is one that, like, he likes a movie and he just wants to see it and then see it again, and then we want to see it again. So, like, at least once a week <laughs> sometimes yeah. when, when he really likes a movie. So um, I guess maybe that's part of it, or I, I would think. But uh, who knows, man? It's it, a lot of good movies up there, for sure. Mm-hmm. For me, the biggest surprise would probably be Eternals. I mean, I know it's a big-time a big time, uh, Marvel movie, but... I mean, it it wasn't. I don't know. I don't know. That that was just a, a surprise to me. I haven't seen it, but from the people that I've talked about it, you know, I people have some pretty good things to say about it. It's not all, you know, slow and trash. No, no. Yeah, I didn't think it was bad. I thought I thought maybe the, if you could give it any, if you could give it like a a a tag or a gripe, it would be maybe a little overhyped. But okay. it was, but it was good. It was still a good movie. Great characters. Uh, it it, it furthers the storyline in in Marvel and stuff like that. So it's it's good. It's just I don't know. I I didn't expect to see it here, but I mean, there it is. I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of the uh, the other? The, well, go with the overall first. What do you think of the overall? Okay, the overall. So um, just to say a few. It's topped out by Netflix, NCIS, which is a. a I guess it's on Netflix too. Mm-hmm. I I I remember that being more on TV, but I guess so. Um, you know, lots of episodes. So the people that love those kind of shows, it seems like it's one of those shows that you can either be really into, or leave playing in the background and just go episode, 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 episode. So makes sense. Coco Melon, uh, kid stuff. So makes sense. Ozark, uh, nice. Encanto, good one. Grey's Anatomy, like man, that one has been going for a long time, huh? Yeah, I, minds, Bluey. I'm looking at it. I was gonna say I'm looking at Bluey right now because I know a lot of kids right now. Are just, Bluey, Bluey. <laughs> it's, I'm not familiar it's, with that. What is that? You're not. It's it's legit. It's two dogs, uh, sisters, and the dad's a trip, and it's it's pretty funny, man. Like, uh, who was it? It was my friend Rob. He had his uh boy here nico and nico just kept saying bluey bluey and i said what's bluey and then uh uh melanie's nephew here also had uh, also super into bluey also and like bluey blue it's all they kept saying i said what's blue i saw an episode and i was actually kind of crap cracking up man um it's two dogs it, it's it's not like blues clues because blues clues had like a mystery aspect to it but it had kind of like that art style and it's just these dogs kind of going on adventures and doing things it's strange you gotta you gotta see it you gotta see it man it's 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 strange, to say the least, but in a good way, in the best way. <laughs> you know, like now looking up and down at this list again, 
um a lot of a lot of older shows you know like established shows ncis Grey's anatomy criminal minds gilmore girls seinfeld supernatural um the simpsons the simpsons you know, yeah have been you know maybe just they're established people have fan they you know they have fan bases dedicated fan bases people that are going to go back and rewatch and then they also have a quite a library like for you to be able to watch so i think it's actually more surprising that some of these other things like wednesday only eight episodes encanto one movie like overall uh cobra kai only 15 coco melon 18 but but, but yeah, it makes but, sense yeah. because because it's baby stuff like they they're just gonna the... put it over and over and over <laughs> yeah it's basically a babysitter <laughs> yeah so yeah it really it really puts into perspective like how good those with fewer things are like Encanto being up there, you know, just a singular movie. That means it was rewatched like a lot. Oh yeah. Oh Wednesday yeah. too. Like so many people watch that. Cobra yeah, I've been Kai, watching it Wednesday. Cobra yeah. Kai a lot, you know, Stranger Things, you know, just goes to show you how exceptional that series is and how Supernatural. How much... <laughs> yeah. Supernatural? I've seen I've seen up to season eleven. I never saw the last four. Yeah, how crazy is it uh, up against The Simpsons that has 667 episodes, dude? Yeah, Simpsons have been around since, what, 1989, 91 or something? Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. So we can hop over to the um, originals. Which originals. Again, again, no surprise, Stranger Things, Ozark, Wednesday, Cobra Kai. No surprise there. Dahmer's on the list. Um. The, the boys, cool, the boys. That's oh, yeah. Rings of Power. Wow, Rings of Power made it, made the cut. It was. I mean, the whether you loved it or hated it, you know, hate watched it or loved watched it. Hey, it's it's there, man. And season two is coming. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, notably missing House of the Dragon and and other things from HBO. I wonder if that's just because of the exclusivity of, you know, it feels like Netflix is kind of like the one that everybody kind of has. Um, versus HBO being like more of a premium. I don't remember what the price difference is now. I know things change and stuff like that, but maybe Prime and Video also, also there. I know when it comes to like HBO and stuff like, um, you know, I borrow yours or other people. Oh, people get together and when it comes to big, big time shows like that, you know, it's HBO. People tend to get together and watch those things, right? Yeah. Okay, especially they're weekly. Whereas Stranger Things, Wednesday, all those Netflix shows, they're bingers. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and the only exception is on this list, what I, I was seeing the rings of power and the voice okay. and everything else is a binge watch. Yeah. And even on, even on the other list, like everything was Netflix, Disney plus criminal minds was various. So nothing from HBO whatsoever from the movies was uncharted on HBO or where uncharted. was uncharted? Uncharted came out where? Uh, Netflix. I, I remember seeing on Netflix again. So yeah, nothing from HBO. I wonder if they just weren't included or if it's because like it's something that people have less than, you know, the sheer number of people that have Netflix. Yeah. So I wonder if that's just a, a subscriber thing, but that's pretty interesting. Any surprises there for you or anything that you have seen, things that you haven't seen that, you know, you want to yeah. see? Um, on this list again, I'm I'm usually watching 
anime for the most part, unless it's something that's, you know, what popular or some people are talking about or yeah. um, also on Netflix top 10, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I do. There I are will some, ask, what have you seen on here? On the originals? Top 15, yeah. Streaming program original. Stranger Things, Wednesday. I saw a little bit of Dahmer. Uh, and the Rings of Power. The Rings of Power, okay. So that's about three or four. Four? What did I say? Three or four. Yeah. One of those. For me, Stranger Things, Ozark, Wednesday, Cobra Kai, uh, Dahmer, and Rings of Power. I have heard uh, a lot about Last Kingdom. I do hear things about the boys mix things. But that it's funny. Um, I have heard a lot of good things about The Crown. And I've actually seen two episodes, I think. But, yeah. Of the I, don't know what, I don't know what Bridgerton is. I hear, I hear it a lot, but I don't know. I have no idea what that is. But it's number five, so it's there for a reason. Yeah, I don't, I've never seen, I don't know what's Bridgerton either. Okay. Anything else? TV, movies? You no. watch anything besides uh, Ted Lasso? <laughs> Just Ted, man. Just, just Coach Lasso. <laughs> that's all. You, that's all you need, man. All you need is Ted. That's what I through want, you, man. Through Ted, all things are possible. Yeah, believe, believe, <laughs> believe. That's right. Be a goldfish. As I be a goldfish, I was cracking up at some of those scenes too, man. Like, yeah, can't Roy can't. He said, "Hey, Roy, you going to the club? You going to the party club after after practice?" He goes, "You're not gonna be there." They're like, yeah, yeah. And fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> dude, Roy, Roy, Roy's awesome. He's the yeah, man. dude. It was good. I, I was laughing a lot, and um, what's her? Neely's awesome. The the owner's amazing. Uh, it, it's great, man. It's 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 a good show, and all the characters are likable, man. So Nathan um, the Great. Y'all, dude, Nathan. Nathan, yeah, Nathan the Great. Um, it's good, man. It's good. Uh, I'm just again. I'm hoping to see more of of Roy Kent and more of uh, Jamie. Uh, Jamie, what's his turd? Turt? Kurt. Uh, Forgot something with two T's. Yeah. Jamie, wow! I was just I was just saying it right now. Is this like, Jamie? Jamie Tart, isn't it? Jamie Tart, Tart. yeah, Jamie Tart. Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, the, the the bar too, like with the fans and the owner that like love the the team. Oh, dude, amazing, good. dude. Yeah, amazing. man, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see more of it. So you 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 were you were right, and of course, like I always. Not always knew I was gonna like it, but I was like, yeah, you know, it's it's gonna be, everybody talks about it. It's it's coaching, it's positivity, it's soccer, and you know, I want to thank uh, Blue Lock and Aoashi and all those other anime soccer animes that I've watched because I know exactly what they're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did. I did really hype it up a lot. I think particularly in putting Ted in a group with like two really really lovable characters in. Uh, Oikawa and Oikawa uh, and Boji and so, Boji. I mean, Ted's Ted's awesome though. Like, yeah, no, it, it's it's great, man, and and it certainly lived up to the hype. Certainly lived, lived up to the hype. So, um, I'll be waiting. Um, man, you know what? I should I should have said Severance. You haven't seen Severance, man. I know Cornelio talked about that a lot for good reason. I really, really enjoyed Severance, and it's it's on Apple Plus. And I, I was kind of oh, it says most popular, and Ted was up there, and then the one Jesse Seagull just got up there with Harrison Ford. Then I went to the ride and I saw Severance. I was like, oh, I can't wait for season two, man. Severance was was awesome. Yeah, I think I watched one or two episodes of that. But I just had something else going on at the time that I didn't take off with it. But the premise is really, really interesting. And you just want to, right off the bat, you want to know, like, why? Why? Like, what's the big deal here? It's good. So. It's it's worth a good watch. Ben Stiller knocked it out of the park, man. 
as well as all the other co-directors. Okay, I'll have to go back and check it out. Uh, if that's it for our news, we do have the return of the Hero of the Week, which we haven't done in quite a while. I, I don't remember the last one, but it's been a good while. And this one comes in the form of an OnlyFans star. Her name is Rebecca Goodwin, and she is an OnlyFans star, as I understand it, from the UK. She rakes in about $100,000 a month, or that's 100,000 pounds, I believe. So I think it's maybe a little more, like 120, probably-ish, mm -hmm. a month by creating adult content on OnlyFans. And uh, she's a mother, mother of two. And she is planning on putting her earnings towards helping out people in her country by providing low-income housing. She is going to be, you know, buying up these homes um, and just helping people out. She says she estimates that she's going to be furnishing uh, a couple homes. Her plan right now is to buy eight properties to start off with. And she's going to rent, you know, you know, some nice homes for about 650 pounds a month, which would probably be a little more than that here. So 700, you know, uh, this one in particular, she says it's going to be three story, uh, two, four bedroom, three bath house, off road parking. You know, it's more, they have a, a lot more verticality over there. So that's why it is, you know, three story, four bedroom, three bath uh, for 700. Like, that's really, really awesome. It's awesome that she's, uh, she's only 28. She's doing very well for herself. Um, and she's looking at uh, other people to help them out. You know, that's what heroes do. Even when things are going well for you, you still are looking at others and you're seeing like, you know, how can I pay this forward? How can I spread this about? How can I, you give know, back, help, give help, back, help give my, back. yeah, give back, give back. You're right. Um, so right on the hero of the week, Rebecca Goodwin. Um, if that's, is that it for us, Marcus? I think so. It's under, it's under the hour mark. That's okay. Cause I know we do record back to back sometimes and where we record two times a week, sometimes three times a week. It depends if we have a special episode, which has been a while, right? Since we've had a special episode, but nothing's really, there haven't been, there haven't been any shows or any, usually we'll do those when there's something announced. Uh, what is that? Uh, what are they called? Events or things on TV or stream stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's cool. But, uh, is there anything else before we no. send us off? I think that's it. Go, go for it. All right. So again, guys, Thank you for joining us. Like always, thank you for listening to our weekly recap. If you have not checked out our previous episodes, we did have Nerd Life last week. That was where we talked about growing up as a nerd and bringing that into adulthood. I did go, you know, pretty good into that conversation. Rico was super hyped that I actually got into it like I did, but feel free to give that a listen to. And if you did not listen to last week's weekly recap, we did get into the TCG market, Lorcana, if you're not familiar with that, um, Attack on Titan, Persona, Mandalorian. So we got all kinds of good stuff. Um, from last week as well uh, but other than that be sure to tune in and listen to our discussion for this coming week where we kind of get into retro games and top 10 so if you're into those things that's that might be something along your alley something you might want to listen to but other than that thank you for joining us fly goes fly you have a good one later guys <laughs>